Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers faithful? We are coming to you live as the seventh round of the NFL draft. It's been an awesome weekend. Um, and for those of you that have been with us through all these picks, man, I think we're up to, I think it's almost 12 hours of live podcasting uh, over these three days, which is incredible. I'm so thankful just to be able to be here and talk to you guys today. This is awesome. And I really appreciate it. Love all the hashtag CCs. The Niners are uh, two picks away. Um, we're at pick 245 currently. Um, the The Patriots pick is in. Then we got Cincinnati, then the 49ers. The 49ers will have three picks. Over the span of about 10. So we're going to be with you throughout the duration, at least of the 49ers picks. They do not have Mr. Irrelevant this year. That pick belongs to the Rams. Um, here's to hoping they do not have the same fate that we had last year with Brock Purdy. But, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. I want to talk before we pick about what is available and what isn't available. I want to talk about what the Niners have done and have not done. Josh, he says, man, last few picks have definitely been Wilkes picks. It's speed. That, that's all you can say. You, you look at the last picks, three straight, four, four guys, right? You, you go get D Winters, speed linebacker. Robert Bill Jr., crazy speed edge guy. Daryl Luter Jr., speed corner guy. The need for speed, man. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just they want to increase the speed that they have on defense which is not a bad philosophy. Um, you, you look at different teams, the Bengals pick is in. Usually you don't get trades this late in the seventh round. I don't anticipate any trades. Um, but whenever you you look at these teams that have been successful, you know, the Eagles, the 49ers, so you want to put the Seahawks in there, there's just, you follow certain traits. Now, here's what's interesting to me so far in this draft. And again, I'm going to ask everybody that's here not to tip the pick. DJ Ivy just went off the board corner for the Bengals. The 49ers are officially on the clock. Uh, please don't tip the pick. And if you don't want to see the pick, you can go ahead and just kind of like hide the chat uh, if you want to until the picks are announced. Um, they have not drafted a wide receiver. If you look at the amount of picks that have spent been spent on these different positions, the 49ers have drafted cornerback the most, which we did this this offseason, which um, – not Jair Brown, he's a safety, but Daryl Luter. But wide receiver's the second most drafted position. They ain't touched it. The entire offensive line, again, you talk about all the quarterbacks that got hurt last year. I don't think I put a lot of that on the offensive line. But regardless, you have not touched the offensive line. And that's, you're losing the right tackle, Mike McGlinchey. Niners must really, really believe in Colton McKivitz. They must believe in him. That's all there is to it. Jalen Moore, they got to love him. 
Maybe they've got like a trick up their sleeve with something. 49ers pick is now officially in. We'll see who they go with. Uh, th- there are spots available. Richard Garage, uh, tackle. I would love to get him. Jackson Kirkland, uh, Trevor Reed, Connor Galvin, John Ajoku out of Boise State. Like there are still tackles available. And if you want one of those hybrid guys that can kind of, I think they're better positions guard, but could play tackle. Um, Curtis McClendon, Chattanooga, you know, small school guy. Caleb Chandler, Louisville, he's more of a pure guard. But th- there's guys out there that you could definitely go grab. Um, but are they going to stick with speed? Do they keep going defense? You know, we haven't touched defensive tackle. I would argue defensive tackle is probably the deepest, most quality position the 49ers currently have on their entire roster. Um, but with this redshirting of players that we have seen so common with the 49ers, you have not one but two wide receivers that are on expiring contracts, Ray Ray McLeod and Jawan Jennings. Maybe Cameron Latou is kind of a, you know, Jawan Johnson replacement, but I doubt it. Um, not with after the words we heard John, you know, and Kyle talk about yesterday, but they've got to replace those guys, especially if they're sticking with this cycle of bringing a new guy in, replacing these expiring contracts for comp picks. There are so many wide receivers available. It, one of the biggest shockers of this entire draft process is just how many guys have you know been available that teams are just staying away from. Uh, it, it's kind of a shocker to me, to be honest with you. And so... I don't know. We're about to see the picks going to be announced any second now. I do really like what they have done late. Oh, here we go. Tight end. Hey, we doubled up on tight end. Braden Willis. Uh, they bring in a tight end from Oklahoma who I like. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Fun player. Um, I think his best position is fullback. But man, I again, he he was cool. I I really did. I like the way that he played. Where, where did I have him at? I had a, <laughs> I had him one spot below Cameron Latou. Um, so uh, just so you can kind of like get a picture of what I thought of Braden Willis, I had Cameron Latou nine one ninety nine overall. I had Braden Willis two hundred. <laughs> so. It, it, it this goes back to the whole concept of where you take them. And I got them back to back. They're literally back to back players. Now, Braden Willis, I really thought that his play style fit the 49ers much closer. Um, I could see him as a fullback. I could see him as a tight end. I could see him do all these things. The 49ers met with him. Um, now, again, I'm not an OU guy, but, man, he was fun. I really did enjoy just kind of what he did, what he brought. Um, let's see here. Let's jump into these. Oh, what's up, Aaron? Thank you so much, man. He says, John, thanks for all the real analysis. Still finding the positivity. Heck, yeah, man. That's what we got to do. Um, we are fans of the team. At least I am. And I freaking love this team. And did every pick go the way I wanted to? Hell no. It never does. And that's okay. And Emotions are real. That we're, we're called fans because the term comes from fanatics, right? So crazy positive. You ride the highs. You ride the lows. You go through the process. It's what it is. Um, all right. Braden Willis. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. 6'4", 239. Very similar size, uh, height, weight as Cameron Latou. The difference is 
he's more of a mover. Um, 39 catches, seven touchdowns. He's a run blocker. This dude can run block. Uh, had an 80.3 grade. Lead blocking and blocking in space are good. Loves to block. Pancakes guys on the regular. Functional athleticism as a pass catcher. Versatility, special teams, value. Acclimating to a vastly different role in the NFL passing game will be hard. This is what happens with OU players. It's it's not the same offense. Very similar Big 12 play that we talked about last episode with D winners. It's not the same. It's a space seven-on-seven style offense that OU runs, and it works really, really well. I'm not knocking it, but the transition from there to the NFL is difficult. Um, he He's just a fun player. I, I, I would not have a problem if you graded him as a fullback, and the 49ers might. You know, this is somebody, you know, I wanted two tight ends. I, I said before this draft started, I wanted two tight ends. And so now you've got four guys competing for two spots. Charlie Warner, Ross Dwelly, that's old school. Now you've got Cameron Latou, and you got Braden Willis. And I'm just going to tell everybody right now, I think Braden Willis would be my number one person to make, well, nah, I can't say that because of the third-round pick. Man, the Eagles just took Moro Ajomo from Texas. Damn it. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I swear, man, the Eagles and the Seahawks have used my draft board this whole damn draft. But that's okay. I digress. I care more about the Niners. What do we got? Not what we don't have. So, I want to say Braden Willis would be my lock as the number two tight end. But draft capital matters, especially with the initial 53. Cameron Latu's making that roster. However, if I could pick one player that would be on this roster two years from now, 
I'm going Braden Willis, just out of the tight ends. Not George Kittle, obviously. That dude's a lock. He's incredible. Braden Willis is fun, man. Um, you know, let, let's look at just a couple of the things that he brought. Let me look up his spider chart here. And he spells it with a Y, Braden Willis. Um, you know, not the most athletically impressive. Again, Cameron Latu, they're at 91.1% match. Uh, Cole Hikatini, you guys remember him? Trey McBride, like he's not elite athlete by any stretch. There's nothing that stands out um, really about anything. He's just straight down the middle of everything. Uh, but whenever you look at what he does on film, he brings the physicality to a spread style, if that makes sense. Like he, again, he plays mean. He plays not dirty. Um, but yeah, he plays tough. Tyler says, John, are we just completely ignoring tackle? Yes, we are. And I guarantee you what they're going to say in the press conference. We didn't have a tackle there. We thought that could beat out the guys we already had. I mean, it's just like a pull string doll at this point, uh, with them. And it's just what they're going to say. Now they're going to bring in some tackles, undrafted free agents. We still got two picks left, uh, out of the next six. So it's possible they bring another one in. But, yeah, it does not seem to be a priority at all, which is interesting. Um, interesting. Now, Braden Willis, he is 23, um, halfway through his 23. He was 11, 11, 99 is his birthday. That's kind of cool. Arlington Martin coached against these guys several times. Um, let's see here. Look it up some of his stuff. He was a quarterback almost his entire career. Senior captain in high school. Did have some injuries. And so then he had to change his positions. He was a punter, defensive end, district MVP, and that's a top-tier Texas football conference. Um, went 11-2, and two, um, third round of the playoffs, lost to the eventual state champion, uh, Allen, who was just a powerhouse. Like, top-tier high school football. Goes to OU, top-tier college football, right? Um, let's see here. He was offered by several FCS teams early. Um, Wake Forest and Arizona were the only teams that offered him until Lincoln Riley stepped in, and they offered him. He was the lowest-ranked recruit for Lincoln Riley's class that year. And let's see here. Family, yeah, look at this. Willis graduated with his degree in economics in May 22. Love that. Senior Bowl. Another Senior Bowl player. Good Lord, if you want to play for the 49ers, ladies and gentlemen, you better freaking go to the Senior Bowl. Now, he's played in a lot of games. 25 starts, but 58 career games played. He did get COVID in 2020 and had a leg injury. Let's see here. He was second team all Big 12 this recent year. Led the team in receiving touchdowns with seven and was a team captain, which is hard to do as a fullback slash tight end. And I, I'm just going to be honest with you because I've already watched several of his tapes because there's a lot of OU prospects. You watch Cameron Latu's film, which we already have up on Patreon, and then you go watch one of this guys, it's going to cleanse your sins. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be mean, and we're not drafting these players for what they were. We're drafting for what they can be. This dude possesses 49ers traits, physicality, tackle breaking, blocking, all those things. Cameron Latu does not. You're hoping to develop those. The Niners are. They're betting on the person, which I like. He's a very high-character guy, Cameron Latu. You're betting on the person. With what we got here, 
he kind of already slides in. Like you're not, there's not a giant jump, but athletically, they're about the exact same athletically, actually. Uh, there's not a big difference between these two guys. He's got a better vertical. Um, yeah, they're, they're similar. They're similar. Three cones, not great. Change of direction is not great. Um, 40 yard dash. We don't have a 40 yard time. He did not run at the pro day and he did not run at the combine there. So, um, this is Dane Brugler's write up on him. Niners are up in two picks. So we're just going to keep this bad boy rolling. Loves to block has the mentality for dirty work. Gosh, man. Physical on the edge to seal spring perimeter rums. NFL coaches will love his finishing attitude as a blocker. He's a punisher. I mean, this is George Kittle will like this kid. Um, ball carrier receiver drops his pads, runs through tackle attempts after the catch, accelerates very, very well. Alpha leader by the senior coaches is what they called them. Yeah, like senior captain, vocal leader, holds the team accountable. Um, Brent Venables said, quote, nobody on our team has more command and respect than Braden, end quote. Pushes himself in the weight room, well-schooled, special teams. He has 845 career special team snaps. That's pretty damn impressive. Um, was a regular on kick return, punt returns. <clears throat> he did block a punt once. So with these last two picks, D winners, and kind of the mirrored concept, Braden Willis. Now, this is not a speed guy. He's not a fast guy. Uh, but special teams, special teams, special teams with positional upside. Do I think Braden Willis is going to get, you know, starting snaps at tight end? God, no. Even if Kittle got hurt, I don't think he would be. But I do expect him to make the 53. I do expect him to get special team snaps and work into that tight end three, tight end two role. Uh, you've got competition there. Now, what are the weaknesses in Braden Willis? Um, tight through his hips, not a change of direction guy, lack of refinement in his lower body. Yeah, there's a lot of this. Uh, doesn't get a good release from in line. Again, I think fullback, I, I keep saying, I, this is a fullback type guy. Um, I would be willing to say of everybody on the roster currently, if Kyle Juszczyk went down, I want this dude as my fullback over Ross Dwelly. And Ross Dwelly's done well. Ross Dwelly's done well. Niners are now on the clock. Uh, we'll see our next pick here. But before we get to that, I want to focus some more on Braden. Um, here's the summary. Overall, Willis won't be a full field receiving threat in the, po uh, the pros. He has healthy appetite as a blocker, will appeal to NFL teams with versatility. Again, tight end, H-back, fullback, that's what he can do. Um, yeah, regular contributor on special teams. So, again, we we saw this two years in a row, right? In a row, where back-end picks, you focus on exactly the special teams and what's going on. I'm going to ask everybody, again, not to tip the picks. NFL Network just went to a commercial. If you want to pull down the uh, chat uh, I'll announce it right here. The pick is in for the 49ers. We're picking 253, then the Giants, then we're back on the board. So we're going to get two players pretty damn quick here, which is really, really nice. I ain't even mad. But Braden Willis had a six-round grade on him. So value, right? Um, he was my tight end 14. This is about where he should have gone, sixth, seventh round. Um, and I'll give a shout-out to CG Ruthless. He had him on his show. You want to go check that out and get a really cool interview CG's a good dude. I need to get him on the show uh, here in a couple weeks. He brings a lot of injury, energy to the show. Um, but, you know, I like him. Yeah, but is he a dynamic athlete? No. Oh, how did both channels go to commercial without the ticker? What is this? Bush League? Come on. That ain't cool, bro. 
Uh, oh, here we go. The pick is in. Roddy Bell, wide receiver. All right. Now we're getting some guys. I like this. I, I just got off the – like I just stopped saying we haven't touched wide receiver. And we go with our second guy. Wayne's going to be pumped. It's going to be hard to listen to him uh, for a while. That dude's going to be jacked. Uh, <laughs> happy for Wayne. That's good. That's good. Ronnie Bell, Michigan. I got a fifth-round grade on him. Wide receivers dropped this draft. Um, 5'11", 199, 23 years old. He is He's a weird cat. I, I don't know what else to say because he plays like – a running back that's a wide receiver. Jet sweeps, end of rounds, reverses, screen passes, kick return, but he's not a speedster. He ran a 4.54, not great, but for him I was impressed because his 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 play speed he's a creator, right? Again, running back in space. That's what this guy is. And so, you know, I just said we got two wide receivers on expiring contracts. This is where Ronnie Bell's going to step in. And I think he's going to be – he's a strong route runner, doesn't get a lot of separation, but he doesn't need it. He's a creator once the ball is in his hands, and that's what's fun about him. Now, um, just a couple things. Just He's a Kansas City, Missouri kid, so local kid here. Um, he goes by Ronnie. He's played a lot, played in 47 games, 31 career starts. And when you see that a lot with the COVID year, once everybody got this sixth year, it, it just changed up a little bit. But, I mean, you go back to 2019, honorable mention to Big Ten, led the team in receiving. 2020, led the team in receiving. He actually used his red shirt year in 2021. He tore his ACL. He was the team captain. That was two years ago. How did he respond? Came back and had the best year of his career. 62 catches, 889 receiving yards, four touchdowns. A third All-Big Ten, led the team in receiving, 16-yard rushing touchdown, team captain. So if you were worried about the injury with Ronnie Bell, he totally came back and answered those questions. Um, he's fun. Short area quickness, sinks his hips, tough, runs through arm tackles. He is He's interesting because he's not a speed guy and he's not a big guy. But he just has it. I, I I really thought that he was going to go to the Patriots. Uh, oh, Josh, Gervais Owens' safety just went right in between our two picks. I love you, man. I really do, and I, I feel for you in this time of need. Uh, Gervais Owens is awesome. I'm glad he got drafted. I'm glad all these guys got drafted. But uh, back to Ronnie Bell. We are now back on the clock with the last pick, the ninth player that we will add uh, overall this weekend. Now, the overall Bell is a naturally instinctive and competitive pass catcher, brings the right mindset to the game, but creating separation and finishing catches in a crowd of windows will always be rough for him. Um, he has the skill set to carve out a Richard Higgins-like role in the NFL. The Niners need a guy like that. Do I think that he's going to press for starting snaps? I don't think so. 49ers pick is in. I'll tell you as soon as it is announced. Could be that slot guy, could be a Debo backup guy, right? Like, that's the versatility that he brings. Um, you know, I thought he was a willing blocker. I didn't really see anything that was – he doesn't stretch the field vertically. That's kind of the one thing. It's just not a vertical threat. I just didn't see that. Not a contested catch guy, 16.7 contested catch rate. That's awful. So you have to create. I'm very happy – that for Ronnie Bell's sake, that he got drafted by Kyle Shanahan. Because he won't be dependent on route running 
which he's okay at. He's not bad at that. He won't be. Oh, here we go. Here's the pick. Linebacker Jalen Graham out of Purdue. And finally, I'm kind of excited about this. The 49ers have drafted somebody I didn't grade. I did 294 profiles. I was worried there would be a whole bunch. <laughs> I know who Jalen Graham is because I did a lot of Purdue tape. I did not grade him. I didn't do a write-up on him. 22 years old. He's uh, 6 one, 220 pounds. He's a Detroit kid, which we're going to be in the draft there next year. Another linebacker. That's crazy. Um, that's really interesting that they went with two linebackers, both late. So we'll see here. Um, you know, he, he, he's not near as fast. He ran a 4.6440 at the combine. I just got something in my eye. Sorry. He ran a 4.78 at his pro day. So, man, that's a huge drop off. His weight, he did gain six pounds between his combine and his pro day. That's relatively normal because everybody shrinks down weight-wise, so their speed will be up for the 40-yard dash. And then after that, they kind of let it go, and they just say, hey, everybody's going to look at our best stuff. Um, 35 career starts, played in 38 games. You kind of look, he grew up in Detroit, which we got a lot of Detroit guys. Ambry Thomas, Demo, him. I'm probably missing a couple other guys. Um, let's see here. Let's jump down. Again, this is all new to me. So I'm going off of Dane Brugler's Beast book, which he does such a great job of the athletic. Love what they do. Um, let's see. Earned first-team All-State honors his final season in high school. Also lettered in track. He had a 22.4 in the 200. And, oh, yeah. And uh, what's it called? I, I In the 110 hurdles is 16.05. Not great, but not bad. Let's see here. He was the 20th overall recruit in Michigan, and he got he got offered a lot of teams, man, a lot of teams. Uh, they wanted him as a safety. Iowa State, Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, and so he chose Purdue. Enrolled early. He came in with George Karloftis, David Bell, all that stuff, um, and he was an East-West Shrine Bowl guy. Guys, it's it the amount of weight that the 49ers put on these bowl games – it's level 100. It, they, it, it's incredible uh, how much they go after that. It's a big deal. Now, we look at his production level, um, 169 career tackles, 12 and a half. These are career stats. 12 and a half tackles for loss, two sacks, three forced fumbles, 16 pass defense, three interceptions. Strengths, passes the eye test. Athletic, muscular build, long-limbed, 78-inch wingspan. Yeah, he's got long arms. Processes quick, quickly, itchy trigger figure, or tr sorry, itchy trigger finger. I could do this. I could do this. Uh, runs the alley with conviction, faces up the ball carry, brings his feet, casts a wide net as a tackler. That's good. All good. Um, he's got to be a special teamer, though. Brings, quote, buckets of energy, end quote, to both practice and games, according to scouts. Uh, junior tape showed a productive team's special player, a special teams player on kickoff. Weakness, speed is mediocre at best. Upright style player, that's okay. That's Drake Greenlaw's like that too. Yeah, interesting. This is an interesting pick to me. I wonder why they valued, again, I already know. I asked the question, why did they value him and another linebacker? They're going to say, quote, we thought he had the easiest, you know, a chance to make this roster as a special teamer. He had some elite trait to, you know, do whatever. Now, this is a, a low floor guy, a low ceiling guy. I apologize. 
Here's the summary write-up. Overall, Graham is alert, well-built, driven to make plays, which might fit as a Sam linebacker only, which is what Aziz was. But his pursuit speed is average, tight transitions, tough to overcome in the NFL level. His versatile background and special teams potential could be a saving grace. Uh, they had a priority free agent grade, which is, you know, you're going 250-something. That's basically what he is. So we look at, just the entirety of this draft, and, you know, it, it's interesting. They didn't touch offensive linemen. They didn't touch it. They didn't touch it. That is crazy. You had nine selections. You had 11 to start with. You traded up for safety. It, it, it's interesting. Aaron, he says, undrafted free agent equals draft part two. Yes, it does. I, I love that, Aaron, and I, I'm excited about this. I, I really, really am. But – Positional value, Niners did not go after positional value. No O-lineman, none. D-lineman, you one edge guy. No defensive tackles, wasn't really needed. No quarterback, we, again, I didn't think they'd take a quarterback, but if they did, I thought it'd be late. They're going to get somebody probably like a Tyler Badgett, um, undrafted free agent would be my guess. Last pick right here, the Rams, uh, they are on the clock. But yeah, this draft is weird. Never... I mean, just go back to every single Shanahan and Lynch draft. D lineman, offensive lineman. Nope, not this time. Yeah, one speed edge rusher. That's it. Um, yeah, and so right here, uh, we have a lot of confidence in our old line guys, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, no quarterback, no running back, no offensive lineman. Offense completely neglected. You drafted two tight ends and a wide receiver late. That's it. Two tight ends and a wide receiver. So no running back, no quarterback, no offensive tackle, no offensive guard, no offensive center. You didn't touch those things. Two tight ends and a wide receiver. Interesting. Defensively, two linebackers, an edge, a corner, and a safety. All right, I'm cool with that. The, the defensive tackle is interesting. You know, last year, they drafted Kalia Davis, who was a redshirt guy, so he's stepping into that. Um, yeah, this this is this is crazy. This is crazy, man. I, I'm I'm just gonna be real. I, I can't. I, I'm pretty damn shocked right now. Um, just with the fact that not one offensive lineman was drafted. You've got three of the youngest quarterbacks in the NFL: 22 year old Trey Lance, 23 year old um, Brock Purdy, and 25 year old. Sam Darnold, and you just, yeah, you just punt the position. Man, Colton McKivitz better be a badass. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say because you're you're not bringing in competition, uh, which is crazy. We'll, we'll just see what happens. We'll see what happens there. You know, I, I have a lot of faith in this team. I have a lot of faith in this organization. Other huge positives, Trey Lance still on the team. We were saying that the whole freaking time. Also, Brandon Ayuk still on the team. That's great. Javon Kinlaw still on the team. Didn't think that he had a tradable contract. I think all three of those players are worth more to the Niners than they are to other teams, and teams weren't willing to pay up. So that's huge. And they're going to keep moving the goalposts on Trey Lance. You know, and again, I, I, I've said this nonstop. Until you get that health checkup the first week of June on Brock Purdy, you can't do anything with Trey Lance. That, it, that's what we've been very consistent on that. Um, that is the three-month check-in, and once you get to that point, then you can know what's happening. 
Right now, it's all just guesswork. Um, and yeah, Uncle Salty said Eagles and Seahawks added way more talent this weekend than the Niners. It ain't even freaking close. And, you know, I, I posted a picture of all three drafts next to each other, and I just put thoughts. I I, I just said thoughts, question mark. I, I didn't say, like, whatever, but I thought it told a story that, man, these two teams drastically improved this weekend. 49ers, I don't know. Now, everybody's saying, well, yeah, you got to add in CMC and Trey Lance. Okay, cool. Totally cool with that. However, if you just start with when the Niners picked Jair Alexander with those other three teams, they still 100% do not match up. Um, so, again, if you're just looking at when the Niners first picked, and I like Jair Brown, but if you look at Jair Brown versus it, it, the rest of the 49ers draft and the other Eagles and Seahawks, still not close. Still not close. Now, everybody got to play. And so, you know, just because we have somebody graded as a third, you know, or a second rounder doesn't mean you got them in the fifth. They're going to be amazing. That's that's not what it is. That's not the way the draft works out. All these guys are projections project, projections at this point. But, man, um, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. We got to see. We got to see. EMA says, arrogant draft drafting mirrored to Kyle's ego. Uh, thought we have it all and we don't. You can make that argument. Usually I, I squash those pretty good. I usually don't deal with those types of questions and comments, but I hate to say it, uh, that definitely came across, especially in that first press conference where he was making jokes and laughing, teasing fans about third-round running backs. And like, yeah, it, it, it came across. And again, I am a diehard Kyle guy. Uh, diehard Kyle guy. Love John Lynch. But yeah, it, it came across. And for those of you who perhaps didn't see it, uh, here's just the quick uh, nine-second bit on Kyle making a joke about not drafting running backs. But it's not fun to have to go replace that I when mean, it was still can't believe we didn't take a running back um but you know it was a so i mean I'll, I'll tell you this oh here we go mr irrelevant defensive end dejon johnson out of toledo to the rams uh happy for him brock purdy passes the torch of mr irrelevant and yeah we'll see what happens but man there's no doubt that Kyle and his friends and John and his friends all read, not necessarily Twitter and things like that, but they read stuff. You don't make that joke. Even when Kyle called Jake Moody to tell him that he was drafted, he made the same joke to him on the phone. I, I was just, I would love to know what Jake Moody thought there. Like he doesn't know the ins and outs of 49ers Twitter. Um, but yeah, I thought that was strange. And so yeah, it, it's interesting. <laughs> What's up, Rick? My man. He says, John, you are a beast. Go get a little rest. Oh, you bet your rear end. After this, I'm crashing, man. I'm going to go crash. I'm going to take the dog on a walk, um, and then I'm going to crash. There's no doubt about it. But this has been a blast, and I I said this on the previous show. I'm so freaking happy and thankful to be a part of this with you guys and for you choosing your time to be with us. Don't let this be the last time you're here. We do this all year long. I'm going to be doing nothing. You're probably going to get 10 to 15 Patreon breakdowns the next two to three days. Like I woke up at four o'clock this morning just so I could break down film. And now I got new guys. This trouble. You gave me nine new guys. Y'all are going to be getting so much freaking film. I'm excited. So 
Real quick, we're not leaving. I'm still answering some more questions. So if you got some more questions, make sure you get those in. Tag me at John Chapman. Um, but if you want to support the show and you want the best in-depth personalized coverage, there's one place you got to go to. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. And again, we have an opportunity Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to have a Zoom hangout where I get to hear from you and we get to talk back and forth. Huge conference call. Every single Patreon. We've got over 400 Patreon members. We're doing something right over there. Over 700 plus videos available. Go check us out. We have a free trial available. Um, it is going to be fun. We had a draft competition where we're giving away the Brandon Ayuk jersey uh, to who predicted the most picks. Everybody got five guesses. I'm, I'm that's going to be fun to go through. So I'm going to have to do that before I call it call it a day. Uh, but, yeah, I'm curious to see who the winner is and send that one out. So that's going to be fun. But right here, I am curious. What? Who is your favorite pick that the Niners made, not somebody else? If you had to pick, who is your favorite draft pick that the 49ers made in this class? We'll kind of go through and sub them all up again. They got some players. And I know the round three was rough, but <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. They got Jair Brown, safety, kicker Jake Moody, tight end Latu, cornerback Daryl Luter, edge Robert Bill Jr., linebacker D winners, tight end Braden Willis, wide receiver Ronnie Bell, and linebacker Jalen Graham out of Purdue. Man, a lot of Big 12 and a lot of Big 10. That's interesting. So I'm curious, who was your favorite player that the Niners drafted this year and were able to walk away with? Because, man, it, that's what that's what I want to see. Uh, I, I want to see what we got going on. What's up, Quest for Six? I appreciate you, man. Uh, you're the absolute best. Um, Ishmael says, why do you think Raheem Jarrett No clue. Um, no clue. Usually when players fall, there's a medical we don't know about or there's a character issue we don't know about. Almost always. I think I had a fourth round grade on Jarrett. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Break it eighty. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for the kind words. Um, Cody. He says I like Brown and Bill and Moody. Oh, we got somebody that likes the kicker. I like that. That's good. I like to see the positivity. I like to see balancing. Right. Like I don't want it to all be negative. Even whenever I get negative, I don't want it to all be positive. I, I want a couple of those things. My dog's spazzing out behind me. Um, yeah, right here. Mark says. Thank you for your amazing work. See you Wednesday at the 94 game. Yeah, we're carrying back on with our 94 watch parties, which I'm pumped about. They've been a blast this year. Um, every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m., we get together on Zoom on our Patreon, and we watch. We're going through the 1994 season. We took a break this week because of the draft, uh, but we'll be back with this, uh, and we're just going to keep going through this all the way to when they won the Super Bowl. 
So, again, fun times right there. I, I like that. <laughs> the 49ers Jim Rome. I like it. Donald says, looking forward to the breakdown of Moody. You find me some I'll, – I'll, okay, I'll say this. I know you're being facetious there, and I think it's funny too. Somebody get me some Jake Moody film that's not like a highlight reel. I'll break it down. I don't want to see all the kicks he made. That's BS. That does no good to anybody, right? You want to watch highlights? Awesome. Cool. I need to see special teams footage. You give me that, I'll break it down. 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Let's go. You, you, you want to text me there? Oh, my, my dog's spazzing out back here. Uh, she said, it's time to be done. Uh, <laughs> right here, uh, bro says, is the hat custom? Yes, it is. 100% hand work done. Uh, Project Hoea. Um, it's on Instagram. He is incredible. Let him know John Chapman sent you. You basically pick a jersey, a hat, shoot, whatever you want, and he'll make it custom. You can kind of see all the stuff he has on there. Project Hoea, great dude. Shane's the man. Um, H-O-E-A, Hoea. Um, really, really good dude. I got a couple pieces from him. And so, uh, yeah, so go check that out. Go check that out. Let's see. A couple more things. Brown. Man, a couple people saying Moody. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, it, I, I want to see, you know, again, everybody thinks that disagreeing with people is a negative. It's not. It's a strength. That's why we're different people. It, like, it's okay to disagree. You have the conversation. You learn from each other. You move on. You know, social media just taught everybody, like, if you disagree or have a different take, you hate the person and they're your, your enemy. None of us are enemies, man. Like, even content creators, I completely disagree with the way that they do things. They're not my enemies. I freaking hope everybody makes money doing this thing. It's awesome. I love it. But, yeah, look at this. A lot of moody things in there. We got D, Daryl Luter. Ah, this is fun. I, I like that, everybody. D Winters, that was probably the biggest value. Um yeah, that was probably the biggest value. I mean, almost 100 picks difference in my big board, and when they took them, that was a value pick for sure. Salty says, Jair Brown, he's fun as hell, man. Um, let's see. Charles says, do Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch not care about protecting their quarterback? Not a single old lineman. They're going to say they like the guys we got. We have a lot of faith and conviction in the guys we got. That's what John Lynch will say. And then you're going to have Kyle Shanahan saying, well, we didn't think there were guys there that could beat out the guys we already have. That's the way they're going to phrase it. It's just the way it is. Lots of D. Ooh, I like it. I like this, man. That is awesome. Um, Ape says, Lombardi says, there's little reason to draft old lineman who had a small chance of making the roster. What do you think about that? Yep, that's exactly what Lynch is going to say. That's exactly what Shanahan's going to say. Um, he's pretty tapped into those guys and, kind of mirrors and mimics the same verbiage that they use. Um, he does great work, though, and he's as close to the organization as anybody else is. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's value. And do I agree with that? No. Does that reflect what the Niners did? Yes. Should they have drafted linemen? Every single team in the NFL should draft O-linemen, D-linemen, and quarterbacks almost every year. That's my philosophy. Niners... They love kickers. They love punters. They love running backs. Um, high, too. Not even low picks. So we are now at, let's see, when was Nashville? Yeah, four straight years 
spending a third and fourth round, third or fourth round pick on a punter, a running back, a running back, and then a kicker. That is a misappropriation of funds in my own personal draft philosophy. But hey, Jake Moody could be an all pro kicker. And if he is, I still don't think it'd be worth it. <laughs> no, if, if he's an all pro kicker, then I think he'd be worth it. It's got to happen in the next three years. If Jake Moody makes an all pro as a kicker, he makes a pro bowl, I still don't think it's worth it. All pro, I'd say worth it. Sasha, he says, what do the Niners draft choice, choices tell us about what management thinks and the next evolution of what the team will be? Based on this, they think they have the championship roster. They think they have the best roster in sports, and they are perfectly content with all the guys that they have. No competition. That's not what they're looking for. Um, that's not what they're looking for. Tight end, they want competition there. That third linebacker spot, they want competition there. Outside of that, they're perfectly fine with the roster. Maybe that number five corner spot, that's it. They think that they have a great O-line. They think they have a great D-line. They think they have great wide receivers. They love their running backs finally, which is nice. Um, that's what I would That's what I would take from what they drafted. They didn't draft anybody to press current starters at all. Ah, yeah. Slick, I'll be following this. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll do a full, trust me, I'll be breaking down film on undrafted free agents. You guys know me. I, I've got a problem. Remember this time last year, I was still working full time as a teacher and a coach. This is my first draft process that, you know, I'm not hosting, uh, taking kids on field trips this weekend and, you know, kids to freaking Boston and New York city and all that stuff. So uh, I've got a lot more time, which is awesome. And I'm looking forward to that. And just spending that time bringing you guys the best coverage as possible. That's the whole idea. Break it, Eddie. Thank you, man. He says, do you think they'll use the new cap space for a vet edge? I sure as hell hope so. When they redid CMC's deal, you now got room to go get Yannick Ngakwe. That's what I would do right now. The board didn't fall the way they wanted. They didn't get the edge they wanted. Yannick just sitting there. And it's not only just Yannick. Let's, let, I don't want to pigeonhole us. Let me look just real quick at some of the free agent um, players that are available because I, I think this is huge. And, and, you know, we look at these different guys that are available. Leonard Floyd, Frank Clark, no. Robert Quinn, yes. Yannick Ngakwe, yes. Jadavian Clowney, no. Shelby Harris, eh. Marcus Golden, hell yes. I would love him. Justin Houston, a little long in the tooth, but I'd be all right. Carlos Dunlap, same thing. There's guys there. Yeah, that's what I want. I really like Bill, but um, I, I thought we were going to get two edges. We got one. I think there's room for one more. Ishmael, man, thank you. Your generos generosity is very appreciated. He says, thank you for your draft coverage this year, John. Excited to break these guys down over the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Man, this has been fun. We got new family members. You know, the roster will be solidified to the 90th person um, here pretty soon. And then we can start our 90-man roster series, which is going to be fun. You guys are the best there is. I really do appreciate giving me the opportunity to kind of live out my dream, uh, which is just to cover this team in the draft. And, you know, it's awesome. It's really, really cool. And it's all because of you guys. Thank you, guys. That's going to do it for our draft coverage. We'll be back with an undrafted free agent thing. Come hang out with us tomorrow at 5. I want to hear from y'all. And until next time, thank y'all so freaking much. Stay strong.
faithful. Woo! I'm wore out, baby. <laughs> All right, till next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.